Welcome to Darling So It Goes. I'm your host, Pascal. Last week, we talked about how defense mechanisms show up in your life and how you can lay down your armor. Were you able to do that? Did you take a look at how you might be using defense mechanisms to protect your inner self? If so, what did you see? What surprised you? And what steps are you taking to lay down your defenses and step over them for a life full of satisfaction and purpose. Tonight, we're talking about getting out of your comfort zone, which is ironic because I'm always trying to teach you how to be more wicked relaxed, more comfortable, but this is just a bit of a different spin. Tonight, we're gonna talk all about how getting out of your comfort zone can actually make you more wicked relaxed mind, body, and soul. So grab a cup of tea and maybe a pen and paper, settle into a comfy chair, and join me after a word from our sponsor. What's the first step to living a more wicked, relaxed life, mind, body, and soul? Visit my website at www wickedrelaxedmindbodyandsoul.com. Here you will learn more about how we can work together and you can schedule a complimentary discovery call. In this 45-minute conversation, I will answer all your burning questions about how I can help you find happiness and satisfaction in your own life. Let's work together now to get you moving toward a more rewarding, more wicked relaxed lifestyle, mind, body, and soul. Welcome back. I hope you're all comfy and cozy now and ready to talk about getting out of your comfort zone. I don't mean out of your comfy seat. I mean your life's comfort zone. It will all look a little different for each of us, but regardless, we all have one. Here's what my comfort zone looks like. See if you can relate. I am an ambivert, which means I have qualities of both an introvert and an extrovert, though I do consider myself an introvert more and more as the years go on. So what does that look like in my day to day? I'm not a morning person, and as a matter of fact, growing up, my mom always used to call me a night owl. I love staying up late, but never wanted to get up in the morning. Even now, it takes the excitement of something really big to make me want to actually get out of bed. It's not about being lazy. It's about staying in a comfortable, cozy environment. The day is full of quote-unquote stuff. Lots of unknowns, other people's moods, work to be done. Again, it's not about being lazy. It's about facing the unknown. From my extrovert side, I anticipate what the day will look like and create scenarios in my head about how the day will go, including my family and friends. Where are there fun places to go and things to do? Is there a holiday to decorate or prepare for? I think about my to-do list or a project that needs to be done 
and I get excited about solving an issue or getting something more organized. And all of these scenarios I'm coming up with often include the people in my life. The problem with that? Having expectations, especially about other people, can often lead to disappointment or frustration. So what is an ambivert to do? Frequently, it means leaning into my introvert side. While I want to have these social interactions, to go places and do things, to create something amazing, it more often means that I lead from my introvert side. I want to stay in my cocoon of comfort and safety. Does any of that sound familiar? Here's one that I know many of you can relate to. A friend calls and says there is this party at their house in two weeks and they would love for you to come. Excitedly, you say you can't wait to go and the two of you start making plans immediately. It's on the calendar and I'm super excited. My extrovert side really wants to go to this party and knows that it's going to be lots of fun. Plus, FOMO is a real thing, you guys. Who doesn't have fear of missing out sometimes? The day before the party or the morning of the party, my introvert self sneaks into my head and starts to work on my social anxiety. Who will be there? What will I wear? I've put on weight and I don't look good in any of my clothes. Plus, my introvert self is now reminding me that it's been a long week and I'm exhausted or showing me scenarios in my head where I can put on comfies and binge watch a show instead. And darn if that introvert side isn't powerful. It starts to give me all kinds of reasons why I'd be better off if I just stayed home. Logically, I know that if I go to the party, I'll end up having a great time and some fabulous pictures to hold on to those moments. But my feeling self, my more introvert side, often wins out and the comfies go on. If you know, you know. I'm not saying that being an extrovert is good and being an introvert is bad. And though it can be very difficult to balance sometimes, being an ambivert has its good qualities. But if we're talking about getting out of your comfort zone, it's important to stop and think which kind of person you really are. Introvert, extrovert, or ambivert. And what getting out of your own comfort zone means to you. I think we often assume that it's introverts who need to get out of their comfort zones and go out and live a little, go engage life and have some fun. And if you aren't one, you might be surprised to know that introverts do have lots of fun. It's just different fun than what other personality types might consider fun. If you're an introvert, your friend group is most likely small but the friends you have are tried and true. Being an introvert means you literally turn inward. You focus on your own internal thoughts and feelings. You generally prefer solitary activities rather than seeking out external sources of entertainment and comfort. So if your comfort zone is to stay at home and read a book, create something artistic, or enjoy a soak in the tub, Maybe it's time to take a step out of your comfort zone and go out into the world. Instead of staying home alone and reading a book, what else could you do that would bring in more people or send you out into the world? 
Maybe it's as simple as joining a book club or even an open mic poetry group. Newman Alexander said that just beyond the edge of your comfort zone is the stretch zone, a vulnerable place of daring and expansion. This is the place where you expand your capacity, stretch yourself, and become a braver, bolder person. This is the place where the magic happens. By spending time in your stretch zone, you grow your comfort zone. As a result, you feel able to do and experience more. You also cultivate courage, a key quality for living an expanded, more vibrant life. And I agree with him, but I also agree that it goes for extroverts as well. Extroverts tend to look outwardly for their sources of comfort and pleasure. If you're an extrovert, you probably love going to parties and being with friends. Instead of staying home with a good book, you'd probably rather be doing anything else. Your friend group is large and your alone time is small. Extroverts tend to avoid scenarios where they'll be alone and would probably never be comfortable eating alone in a restaurant. Go to a movie alone? Never. So the edge of an extrovert's comfort zone is completely different. What would that look like to dance on the edge of your comfort? What sorts of things could you try, if you're an extrovert, to find the edge of your comfort zone? Instead of stretching yourself outwardly like an introvert would have to do, an extrovert actually has to rein it in. Instead of going out with friends one evening, try staying home, putting on your comfies and reading a good book. Instead of a quick shower and out the door, try soaking in a tub and just being with your thoughts. If that's too much, maybe just try turning the radio off in your car the next time you run errands. Can you be alone in the silence with only your thoughts and feelings? It might sound silly if you're an introvert, but oftentimes an extrovert struggles in the quiet of their own thoughts and feelings. They often find comfort in the background noise of the TV or radio or being surrounded by a group of people rather than being alone. An ambivert holds characteristics of both the intro and the extrovert. And while that can be an amazing balance, it can also be a lot of push and pull from within. It's like that meme where one person is looking at a number six on the ground and across from them, the other person sees a number nine. Just like one person isn't wrong, there's no wrong personality style when it comes to being intro, extro, or ambivert. What it means is that to live a more fulfilled, balanced life, we must start to step out of our comfort zones and just find our own edge. You don't have to force yourself to be an extrovert if you're not, but see how far you can stretch your edge and expand your world. To help guide us in stretching to the edge of comfort, let's use our Soul Coaching Oracle deck and let the universe choose a card for us. So I'm gonna start shuffling. Okay, a card just jumped out immediately. The card is called Pleasure. And on the card, it says, my life is deliciously joyous. 
The picture on the card is of a steaming hot cup of hot cocoa with three marshmallows on the top of it. And it's sitting on a small round blue table that has two legs. I like to describe the picture for you. So if you don't see the picture of it later in the week on my Facebook page, then at least you can have a picture in your mind of what it looks like. And before we read the card meaning, I also like to just take a look at the card and think about what comes to me intuitively from the picture. So the card is called Pleasure. My life is deliciously joyous. The steaming hot cup of cocoa for me does feel joyful. It feels comforting. It definitely feels pleasurable. It's warm on a cold day. Um, the blue table that it's sitting on, blue is a very comforting color, a very relaxing color. There are three marshmallows in the top of the hot cocoa. And again, the number three in numerology is a really big number. It's found in a lot of religious cultures, which we've already talked about, so I won't go into it. But it's just nice to look at the card, look at the picture, and intuitively think about what it means before you read the book's meaning. So this is what the book says. Enjoy yourself. Dance through your life and give toasts for no reason at all. Cherish your sensuality and sexuality. In today's society, we're programmed to believe that pleasure is forbidden, only permitted in small amounts, or should always come after work. Do you postpone good times because you're too busy fulfilling work commitments? Do you deny yourself joyful experiences because there's not enough time or it seems selfish? Stop. Your spirit needs pleasure. It's the soul's way of replenishing and revitalizing your life force. Make pampering yourself a priority and you'll have all the energy that you could need to create everything you desire. So this is very interesting. I by no means would have come up with sensuality or sexuality in the card's meaning. So I'm going to have to give more thought to that. But it also says that it's important that we don't put off having fun. That in order to be fulfilled, we need to have fun. We need to sometimes stop working we need to stop denying ourselves joyful experiences. It's not selfish. It's okay to work sometimes and play sometimes. There has to be a balance. And as I'm saying that out loud, what it's making me realize is the whole idea of this episode, the idea of stepping out of our comfort zone the idea of stretching to our edge of comfort is all about this. It's all about finding the balance. It's not about being an introvert and staying to yourself. It's not about being an extrovert and being always social and afraid to stay with your own thoughts or your own feelings. It's about finding a balance between the two. 
And I'm not saying that being an ambivert is the answer because that's not necessarily a balance either because being an ambivert, like I said, also comes with the push and the pull, the struggle of I want to go out, but I can't let myself go out because of anxiety or because your introvert side wins over. So for all three personality types, it really is about striking the balance, about being comfortable, but also sometimes stretching to your edge of comfort, just to find the balance in all areas of your life. As you spend time this week reflecting on your own personality type, how to stretch yourself and what your edge might look like, remember that it's okay to feel discomfort. It's okay to try and to not succeed. Just say, darling, so it goes, and try again to keep moving forward. And never forget to go within. Good night.